1: This is WWJ, all local. We have learned that Southfield police are investigating a shooting where a 15 year old boy from Ferndale was shot in the back of the head, uh, back of the head, excuse me, during a sleepover at a local hotel. Officers say they responded to the Weston Hotel on Town Center Road before 9 o'clock Sunday morning. They found the boy with gunshot wounds. He was taken to the hospital. He is not expected to survive. He was there with two other boys in the hotel, but there were no parents at the hotel during the shooting. Two handguns were recovered at the scene. A 15-year-old Detroit resident is now in custody. The third boy is a Southfield resident. More information on this story is expected this afternoon. The city of Detroit is taking another step today to bridge the digital divide with the opening of another community tech hub. With some 200,000 residents believed to be at or below the poverty line, cost can often be an insurmountable challenge to gaining Internet access and all of the advantages that comes with it, including education, job training, and better health care access. To that end, the City of Detroit unveiling another of their eight certified City Tech hubs today at the Boys and Girls Club on Tireman here on the west side. Christine Burkett is Director of the Detroit Office of Digital Equity and Inclusion.
2: I'm going to track how we look at success basically by the number of people that we help. So over the next three to five years, our goal is to have 40% increase in FinTech, which is online banking, 30% of residents using telehealth. 20% of our residents certified in Microsoft or Google, and 50% of our residents starting careers in IT.
1: And over those next three to five years, Burkett says the city also hopes to have more tech hubs available, five in each district of the city, 35 in all. John Hewitt, WWJ Radio, 950. A former YMCA that's been vacant for more than two decades is finally coming down.
0: The Hannon Memorial YMCA building, it was a beautiful building when it was built back in 1927 five-story red brick building but for the last 20 years it's been vacant and really falling apart it's blight and Joshua Roberson he's with District 5 Department of Neighborhoods he says it's going to be torn down in fact it's starting to be torn down as we speak so how important is this demolition
1: it's very important to the city's uh, overall safety. We got eight neighborhoods that are touched in this area. You got Rivertown, East Village, Indian Village, uh, Island View. Just so many different neighborhoods that are touched by and affected by this.
0: And he says it's going to take about a week to before the entire building, it's 80,000 square foot, will be torn down. In its place, no plans yet for a development. Reporting from Detroit, Charlie Langton,
1: WWJ News Radio, 950. Governor Gretchen Whitmer has ordered all U.S. and Michigan flags upon all public buildings and grounds across the state of Michigan to be lowered to half-staff tomorrow. This to honor and remember the students who lost their lives in the shooting that took place at Michigan State University a year ago. Governor Whitmer says, quote, we are and always will be Spartan strong. The Michigan Department of Labor and Economic Opportunity is looking for volunteers to support refugee resettlement efforts in the state. They're asking Michigan residents to sponsor refugees who already have a case number from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, or Venezuela. Sponsors are expected to provide support to new arrivals in the U.S. for 90 days, including picking them up at the airport, securing initial housing, and enrolling children in school. Gas prices have reached their highest point this year so far.
2: Gas prices have spiked 26 cents in the past week to a statewide average of 3.26 a gallon. AAA Michigan's Adrian Woodland on the reasons why. We've had uh, an increase in demand for gasoline alongside a decrease in gasoline stocks. We also saw crude oil prices go up last week. Woodland won't be surprised if prices continue to go up in the next couple of weeks. Beth Fisher, WWJ, News Radio 950.
1: That spike in prices can be blamed on a refinery fire in Indiana.
0: We generally see unexpected refinery outages happen almost every year. Uh, what uh, we are seeing right now has virtually nothing to do with politics and everything to do with economics that is, supply and demand change. Not in our favor in the spring like they did in the fall, but we will eventually see prices falling back below $3 a gallon later this
1: year. That's the head of petroleum analysis for GasBuddy.com, Patrick DeHaan. The lineup for the annual WYCD hoedown has been announced. That's country music star and American Idol judge Luke Bryan who will headline the show at Pine Knob on June 28. Other performers include Alana Springsteen, Chase Matthew, and Hunter Girl. Tickets are set to go on sale this Friday. This week, as part of our Odyssey Conversations, we'll be focusing on the entertainment industry. WWJ's Jackie Page details the Detroit Symphony Orchestra.
2: The Detroit Symphony Orchestra has been delighting Detroit audiences for over 100 years as one of the largest and most critically acclaimed orchestras in the world. But despite their longevity, it hasn't always been easy. The DSO has survived wars, recessions, strikes, and most recently, the pandemic. But it's going to take time to to build audiences back. On the other hand, we've seen some wonderful sold-out concerts this year. So it it goes from week to week, but uh, uh, our our audiences are loyal to us and they're coming back. And uh, the positive is that we see a lot of new people come into our doors and, and that's exciting for the future. Now the DSO is sounding better than ever. And after a hiatus from traveling because of COVID, they're headed to Florida. It's just a different, different feel, different energy. And for us, it's so great to be able to be yeah, an ambassador for the city of Detroit and ambassador for the state of Michigan, um, and we take a lot of pride in that. The DSO will return to Detroit with welcome home concerts February 24th and 25th. With more information, head to DSO.org. Jackie Page, WWJ News Radio 950.
1: Now that the NFL has crowned the Kansas City Chiefs as this year's Super Bowl champions, what effect could that have on the stock market? Speaking live this morning on WWJ, David Sowerby, the managing director and portfolio manager for Ancora, tells us about a well-known Super Bowl indicator that was developed in the late 1970s. If
0: a NFC team or a team from the pre-merger days from the, uh, from the NFL uh, wins the Super Bowl, that's good. If an AFL team wins, not so good for the Super Bowl, Kansas City original American Football League team That suggests that uh, the market's going to have a little bit more of a headwind now because an AFL team won it.
1: Sowerby says over the last 10 or 20 years, the indicator has not worked quite as well as it did in earlier years. To hear more of the interview with Sowerby, you can download the Odyssey app, Favorite WWJ, and Rewind to 640 this morning. A team of Michigan State University advertising and PR professors watched the Super Bowl last night, but they paid special attention not to the game, but instead to the commercials. Now, while they say there were a terrific top ten ads that ran during the big game, MSU marketing professor Bob Colt says there were also some pretty notable flops.
0: The NFL had a couple ads. One was for shopping, which just seemed really bland. homes.com. the movies are always bad. Shogun the movie and, and the If movie was bad. But we keep seeing the same Timu animation over and over and uh, i don't know if it's timu tamu it doesn't matter it was they had a couple
1: bad ads Colt spoke live this morning on wwj the cost of a 30 second ad this year was seven million dollars and colt says the price will continue to go up by the way two of my favorites the kia ad was terrific and also the dunk kings with ben affleck tom brady and matt damon also made me laugh and was a terrific ad For the latest news, plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.